0: That's a terrible call. That is a terrible call. The round candles out. Get and the bounce. To the Come on, refs, get with the game here.
1: And then we're all good to go. So the way this is going to work is there's 15 questions in total, two points per question, and then at the end, uh, no penalty for getting them wrong. And then at the end, it's going to be a bonus uh, round. You can bet up to ten points that you've earned. If you get the question wrong, you lose your points. If you win, you double the amount of points that you bet. Ooh. So it uh, should be fun. Should um, Tim's been? Tim loves his trivia, so I'm gonna let Tim open with the first question. Uh, the okay. way it'll work is when he asks it, both of you guys can give your an answer. Uh, Tim will keep score, and then we'll give you the correct answer after that.
2: Okay. Go ahead, Tim. So, question one. Who is the Celtics franchise all-time leader in three-point steals and free throws? He leads all three categories. The options are John Havlicek, Larry Bird, Paul Pierce, and Rajon One. I'm going Paul Bird.
0: Pe- Paul Pierce.
2: And first answer goes to Keith. The answer Ooh. is C, Paul Pierce. Pierce finished Celtics' career with six thousand four hundred thirty-four free throws, one thousand five hundred eighty-three steals, and one thousand eight hundred twenty-three three-pointers. He finished second in franchise history for points scored with twenty-four thousand and twenty-one points. Only only John Havlicek in first place with twenty-six
3: thousand three hundred ninety-five. Wow! I didn't. He had all those steals, huh? Great That's defender. Mm-hmm. So, question
1: two. Over the years, basketball has evolved as a sport to the point where some where some plays that are now commonplace used to be illegal. From 1967 to 1976, the NCAA enforced a rule change known by the press as the Law Alcindor Rule. Which banned what? A. Screens. B. Alley-oops. C. Dunking. Or D. The Eurostep. C. C. Dunking. Yep, C. And you're Correct. both right. So that's key for Bobby too. Dunking, although player safety was the NCAA's publicly claimed goal, many believe that the real motive behind it was due to the dominance of UCLA's Lou Alcindor, known today as Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Tim, question three.
2: What player gave Paul Pierce's iconic nickname the truth? A. Rashid Wallace. B. Sean Marion. C. Kobe Bryant, or D, Shaquille O'Neal? Shaq. Both are correct. The answer is Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq was quoted after a Lakers 112-107 victory against the Celtics, a game in which Pierce dropped a game-high 42 points. Take this down, Shaquille O'Neal told Steve Bulpett of the Boston Herald. My name is Shaquille O'Neal, and Paul Pierce is the bleeping truth. Quote me on that and don't take nothing out. I knew he could play, but I didn't know he could play like this.
1: So, question five: Did both of those guys get it right? So, what's that? Keith six, Bobby four. Correct. Yeah, Keeping pace. There we go. Kevin Love, current Cleveland Cavalier and 2016 NBA champion, comes from a family of true talent and accomplishment. His father, Stan, played in the NBA from 1971 to 1975. His aunt, Kathleen McCartney, was a gold medalist from for the Iron World. Iron Man World Championship in nineteen eighty two, passing Julie Moss, who collapsed a mere ten yards from the finish. His uncle, Michaelov, was also very accomplished in what occupation? A. Sports agent. B musician. C News reporter or D radio host?
3: B. I'll go radio host. It is B. <laughs> With the Beach Boys. Yep. Do you want to read it? Yeah, I'll
1: read. It. <laughs> Keith just knew it straight away, man. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, yep. Yeah. Michael, brother of here. Was Kevin's really? father, Stan, was an accomplished musician and founding member of the American rock group The Beach Boys, being with the band their entire career, career and serving as the lead singer of the legendary rock group during Glow
2: shows. I'm gonna loop back around. We actually missed one we missed question four. You don't need to keep keep track of it. I got it all here, but uh this is actually a question relating to the Boston Garden. I'll ask it for so, my bad. <laughs> dude, all good. I send this like a doc, so it's all good. Um so the Boston Garden has gone through several iterations, including being torn down and entirely replaced. The first Boston Garden built in nineteen twenty eight was modeled after the Madison Square Garden. It was replaced in nineteen ninety five but the arena known today is the TD Garden. But it wasn't originally named that. What was the first moniker for the arena? A, the Fleet Center, B, the New Era Garden, C, the Jungle, or D, the Clover Center? A. A. That is correct. It was the Fleet Center. Originally, the new garden was built to be called the Shawmut Center, after the Boston-based Shawmut Bank had purchased the naming rights during the building process between 1993 and 95. However... Shamit Bank and its name disappeared in a merger with Fleet Financial Group, resulting in name-changing and replacing all the seats to reflect the green-gold color scheme of Fleet Bank. Fleet Center officially opened on September 30, 1995. However, in 2005, Delaware North, owner of the original garden and the new arena, came to an agreement to release the naming rights. They soon came to a name agreement with Maine-based bank TD Bank North. The arena was named TD Bank North Garden and eventually changed to TD Garden after another bank merger in
3: 2009. Those pesky mergers. (laughs) I don't know if you guys remember, when they changed to TD Garden, they did a big contest in the Boston area, and they were giving out chocolate bars at all the TD banks. And if you got a golden ticket, you'd have season tickets for life for the Celtics and Bruins. And I remember going to like three different locations and getting empty chocolate bars. (laughs) Oh my God, I was so excited. I thought I was
2: going to win that thing. Oh, there was a bunch of stuff with it too, including at one point, someone was trying to name it like the Derek Jeter Arena. It was like a whole thing. And eventually they landed on like the new garden was like the temporary name in between. I'll let Adam get the next one.
1: (laughs) I can't believe I missed four. I went straight to five. My countings are. Success is hard in the NBA and winning an NBA championship is a goal that players often strive for. To win a title is difficult difficult and to do so multiple times in your career is even tougher. Which player had the longest span of time between his first and last NBA championship? A. Tim Duncan. B Kobe Bryant. C Michael Jordan or D Kareem Abdul Jabbar? I'm gonna go
3: Duncan.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say Duncan too.
3: Oof.
0: Very and close.
3: Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs>
1: Kareem Real? played seventeen seasons between oh, his first he and last title. He, uh, he won his first in 1971 and last in 1988, which is the longest span in NBA history. The closest anyone has been to this record was Tim Duncan, who won the championship in '99 and then in 2014, before ending his 19-year career in the Spurs with the Spurs in July 2016.
2: To be fair, when I wrote that question, I thought Tim Duncan was the answer, and then I found out it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so I can understand why it caught you up. (laughs) Duncan's the closest and the most recent to try and perform that feat, so it makes sense. Um, This is question seven. On October 29th, 2018, Clay Thompson set the NBA record for the most three-pointers made in the game against the Chicago Bulls. How many threes did he make? A, 12. B, 14. C, 16 or D, 17? C. I'm going to go 16. Oof, both are wrong. Answer is B, 14 shots. Ah. Clay Thompson hit 14 three pointers in a game, breaking the record previously set by teammate Steph Curry with 13 in 2016. Clay also set another record during the same game, making an NBA record for the most three pointer attempts in a game with 24,
3: a scorching 58% from three. Was that the one with the absurd third quarter?
2: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I ended up pulling up some stats and watching some video of some of this. I can't remember if I watched that specific game from Clay.
3: Hey, Aaron Beans came close. <laughs> <laughs> question eight.
1: On April fifteenth, two 2005, Damon Stoudemire set an NBA record by missing 16 frees in a game. The record has since been tied by which player? A. Kobe Bryant. B Russell Westbrook. C James Harden. Or D. Camelo Anthony. I'm gonna go Harden.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go Harden too.
1: Two points each. Harden tied the NBA record for most missed freeze in a game with 16, but that's not all. James Harden has tied the record a whopping six time within six times within the span of a single year from January thirteenth. <laughs> Two two 2019 and january 20th <laughs> 2020
2: <laughs> hey. i love that stat as soon as i found that i was like i have to include this <laughs> it's you have to shoot him to make him yeah but it's just an insane clip i almost included the rockets like 29 missed threes but i i held off um so question nine the Malice at the Palace is an infamous basketball brawl that occurred in 2004 at a Detroit Pistons home game versus the Indiana Pacers. The Pistons were down 97-82 to 82, with less than a minute left in the game when Pacers forward Ron Artest, a.k.a. Metta World Peace, a.k.a. Panda Friend, committed a hard foul on a Pistons player. This foul acted as a catalyst that eventually led to players and fans scrapping it out in one of the wildest NBA brawls in league history. The question is... Who did Ron Artest foul? A Chauncey Billups. B. Ben Wallace. C Rasheed Wallace. Or D. Tayshawn Prince. B. B. Ben Wallace. That is correct. Answer is B. Ben Wallace. After driving for a layup, Ben Wallace was fouled hard with a whack to the head by Ron Artest. Wallace took offense to the hard foul, shoved Artest, and a scrum broke up between the two teams. It was deemed a common foul, but while our test laid down in the scorer's table in an attempt to cool down, a fan threw a drink at him, sparking our test and teammate Steven Jackson to jump into the stands and get into a physical altercation with fans. Several fans were banned for life. Several players were fined, given probation and community service for the literal criminal assault charges. This led to an increase in NBA security as well as a limit to alcohol sales at NBA
1: games. As we round on question 10, Tim, what's the current
3: point score? Let me do a little bit of math here. You know, I should have have taken a few risks with choosing different answers, but... Keith has
2: 14, and Mr. Manning has... 10. So it's a very close game. 14 to 10, Keith's got a four-point lead.
3: How many we got left? Five?
1: Uh, yes. We're on number 10, so 10 plus the 5 and then the bonus. So technically 7. Yeah, the bonus oh, is right. really
2: going to be the moneymaker. Yeah, that's where it's going to make or break.
1: Mm-hmm. On February 14th, 1986 versus the Portland Trailblazers, Larry Bird had his famous left-handed game. Bird notched a monstrous triple-double with 47 points, 14 rebounds, and 11 assists in a 120-119 overtime win. In a quote to the Boston Globe's Dan Shaughnessy, Bird said he was saving his right hand for what team? A, the Knicks, B, the Pistons, C, the Bulls, or D, the Lakers? D, the Lakers. Split the two points each. Bird was quoted as saying, I'm saving my right hand for the Lakers, a game that the Celtics won two days later, with Larry dropping 22 points and 18 rebounds. In his lefty game, Bird didn't actually only shoot with his left hand, but he did go 10-for-21 from the field with his left.
2: All righty. Little neck and neck. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Question 11. On January 22, 2006, Kobe Bryant dropped 81 points in the Raptors, breaking the Lakers' all-time single-game scoring record of 71 set by Elgin Baylor. Kobe's scoring outburst is the second all-time for single-game scoring, trailing which NBA legend? A, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. D. Wilt Chamberlain, C, Michael Jordan, or D. David Robinson? Wilt There you go. Answer is B. Wilt Chamberlain. Kobe trails the one and only Wilt Chamberlain with Wilt dropping an unbelievable hundred points in a game versus the Knicks on March second, nineteen sixty two. Wilt the stilt actually holds six of the top ten single game scoring records, holding several ties within these ranks. And that leads
1: perfectly into a segue. Who is the most recent player to crack into the NBA's single-game scoring books, tying Wilt Chamberlain's tenth overall spot with seventy points? A. James Harden, B. Steph Curry, C. Kevin Durant, or D. Devin Booker?
0: I Devin apologize. Booker. Can you can you repeat it? Sorry.
1: Yeah, I spoke quite quickly. To be fair, who is the recent? Who is the most recent player to crack into the NBA's single-game scoring books? tying Wilt Chamberlain's 10th overall spot with 70 points yeah, hey? both, okay. both, yeah both right that's my bad for I, yeah that we
0: know much. why we know that one yeah what am
3: I I'm not even going to read the breakdown for that one it's still cool that was a very angry moment on Twitter for me that night just like <laughs> human because everyone was going wild over it, and I'm just like they, they were getting blown out <laughs> It was a 131 <laughs> loss, and
2: Booker is the last player since Kobe Bryant to get into the top 10 in scoring in a single game.
3: So, And I'll, I'll never forget, like, it was like a big 20-point burst right at the end, too, that got him Because they there. just
2: kept feeding yeah. him. And, like, 70, the Suns were like,
3: eh. 70-70, <laughs> and the Suns of the Suns.
2: Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right, question 13. In 2014, Kawhi Leonard with the San Antonio Spurs toppled the Miami Heat to win an NBA championship, the fifth for the Spurs in franchise history. For his play, Kawhi Leonard won the NBA Finals at MVP at age 22, becoming the second youngest player to win the award since 1980. Who set the record in 1980? A, Magic Johnson, B, Julius Irving, C, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or D, Morris Cheeks?
3: Magic. I'm going to go Magic. This
2: is correct. So the answer is A, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, at age 20, took home the NBA Finals MVP after a 4-2 series win against the 76ers. Magic did all of this during his rookie season, making the feat all the more impressive.
1: Question 14. Now a mainstay in the modern NBA, the three-point shot has become a focal point of NBA teams' offensive systems. This was not always the case. The American Basketball Association, a rival to the NBA, popularized the three-point shot starting in 1967 in its first season. In 1979, the NBA decided to start a trial run for one year and implemented the three-point line for the 1979-1980 season. In the season opener, the first three-point shot in NBA history was hit by what player? A) Larry Bird, B) Magic Johnson, C) Chris Ford, or D) Pete Maravich? Chris
0: I'm Ford, gonna
1: go Pete Two points to Keith. Chris Ford was of the Boston Celtics, hit the NBA's first three-pointer during its inaugural season. That same season, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson entered the league, with Magic leading the Lakers to a championship and Larry Bird winning Rookie of the Year.
3: I knew it wasn't Magic, knew it wasn't Bird, but Chris Ford, huh? First three ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Tim's actually wrote a bit more about this and I feel guilty if I don't read
1: it. Uh, <laughs> Ford went on to win an NBA title in 1981 with the Celtics and won two more championships as an assistant coach for the team in 1984 and 1986. I won't let you go, your hard work go um, unjustified, Tim.
2: I didn't want it to make it feel like it was a footnote. The man is an NBA champion after all. All righty. So, so this is the uh, last question before the bonus. Okay. Number 15, as a rule of thumb, awards generally do not go uh, to losers but go winners. When it comes to the NBA, it's no different when it comes to the finals MVP. However, there is one outlier who is the only player in NBA finals history to win finals MVP on the losing team. The options are A, LeBron James, B, Jerry West, C, Tim Duncan, or D, Keem Olajuwon. B, hey, Jerry West. Correct. The answer is Jerry West. Jerry West had an unbelievable series in the 1969 Finals against the Celtics, averaging 38 points a game for the Lakers. But they eventually fell to the Celtics by two points in the deciding Game 7 in L.A. West posted an absurd triple-double in the final game, notching 42 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. However, it is very important to note this historically, that 1969 was the first year they implemented the NBA Finals MVP
3: award is it marks the only time a player on a losing team has ever won it. And if O'Bron didn't win in that 15 series, I don't think we'll see it again.
2: Yeah, that was another part of it that I thought about. It was like when I was thinking about this one, it's like I knew it was an obvious question, but I think it's also like worthy to mention that it was the first and only time that it's ever happened and it was in year one of its existence.
1: What's the total score, Tim? Because now they've got to start the gambling process. (laughs) We don't mm-hmm. encourage that. <laughs> it's a maximum of ten points that can be bet.
2: So Keith has twenty-six. He missed only two questions, and I can see Keith being a reigning champ for a very long time. His...
0: Keith has a lot of free time on his hands. <laughs> <a few> <laughs>
2: <laughs> to to be fair, it has kept very close. So this last one is going to be really important in terms of how many points you want to bet. Keith is currently up twenty six to twenty, and Adam, if you want to, you can do the bonus question. Okay. So
1: how many points would you like to gamble, Keith? So how how, do, how
0: does this how does the the points we bet? So work you now? can
1: you can bet up to ten points in multiples of two. Uh, okay. If you get the question right, you double up. If you get it wrong, you lose those points.
2: All right. Uh you can bet after you hear the question if you want. So like give me your you like you can give an answer uh, and tell me. No, I don't know. I think yeah, we should yeah,
3: I think you question. bet wanna do it blind? You wanna do it blind?
0: Yeah. Like pro, Jeopardy. Do we get a category? Like Jeopardy?
1: <laughs> uh we should do that, but not this time though. No. And it's not even a multiple choice question at this point. Oh, it's, it's just it's a yeah. write in.
2: So that's why it's
0: how how sure do you feel? Bet'
1: blind, bet blind. It's more it adds more spice. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, dude, if it's a write-in, do do, we, do I have to write it in the chat, my answer?
2: <laughs>
0: Actually, do you want them
2: to do that, Adam? This is all new territory, so. Yeah, do, do that. Do yeah, definitely okay. write your answer in. Well,
0: why, why don't we do this, just to make it fair. Bobby, since his camera's working, do you have a pen and paper? Oh, uh, I could grab one quick. Or a phone or something where you could just. Yeah, like- yeah. Yeah, all I'll right. do it on my phone. Put it on your phone. You hold it up. I'll type my answer in the chat. That way we can't see each other. That's all right. It. Look, I, like I took that. over as the producer of your show. No, you made it better, though. <laughs> you made it better. All right. Um, all right. So the max Bobby can Bobby or I can bet is 10. Mm-hmm. and you double it so the max points he can get to is 40. So if there's, I can't game the system at all, really, because um, he would just be me. Uh, You know what? Let's go bigger, and go home. Do them all. Forget it. Do do all of them.
1: All of them? Oh, all okay. 26
0: points. Oh, I can only
3: do up to you 10. You can only right? do 10. Do 10. Okay, 10 for Keith, and how many for you, Bobby? Oh, I guess I to keep pace, I got to go 10 too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is the only player in NBA history
1: to finish their career with more blocks than points?
0: Hmm. Oh,
3: man. <laughs> so what
0: do you think about the I think. Hmm. Or are you gonna do? It? Don't I gotta say it out loud. hold on. Don't I'm, turn. I'm it just. Out.
3: I'm just thinking out loud.
0: Dang, I don't know. Um,
3: Tim's so happy that nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: like one of those like Uber facts ones that I got on like Twitter. It's
0: not gonna be like somebody who has like four blocks and two points. No, it's no, like, no. To okay. to, to to like clarify,
2: it's gonna be someone to give you an idea. Just This is a very broad Fair hint. for
0: both of us because we clearly yeah. both don't know.
2: This player played from 1985 to 1995, and they recorded 2,086 blocks and 1,599 points. So it's not like they you know, played a little while and only had like three points and had eight blocks or something like that. So they played for a period of about 10 years.
0: Okay, I'm going to put my answer in the chat. Okay. You ready, ready Bob? All right.
3: Yeah, well, I'll, have, I'll show mine. I don't know if it's going to come on backwards, yeah. but ready? Oh, Bobby, Keith, took Keith, Keith took it. Keith took it. I believe you lose 10
1: points, and Keith comes oh, up. So the answer was Minute Ball. Oh, uh, yeah. Ball did this over a course of 624 games from 1985 to 1995 and was the league leader in blocks twice in his career, with uh, 1985 with five blocks a game, 1989 with 4.3 blocks a game. Manute's son, Bol Bol, is currently a rookie player for the Denver Nuggets. So that saves Keith through to uh, play against the winner of Sunday's episode where it will be ja- lives John Corrales versus Celtics blog Red Dudek and the winner facing off with Keith.
0: Let me say on that last one, Tim, you almost threw me off with the the (laughs) staff because I almost went with Mark Eaton. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Manute Bull by that point. I was like, I just want to make sure it isn't some random dude who played – one game, and yeah, you know, I was, I was like, Is this going to be some foolishness like Jerome Oiso or some stupidity? <laughs> <game?"> um, <laughs> but then,
2: specificity is like totally yeah, fine. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like,
0: but then I was like, Oh no, those are like the Mark Eaton years, maybe, but but I was like, He scored a little more than that, so that's this was awesome, guys. This was fun. I needed it today, too, so I appreciate it. Thank you for yeah. coming
3: on, both not, of you guys. Not yeah, Not not terrible for a guy born in 98, I'll say. That's
0: it, man, Bobby. (laughs) You hung in there, buddy.
3: Um, What was the
1: final score then, Tim? Because I definitely want to drop this in the comments on Celtics blog. So for Keith,
2: since we're doubling the points for the winnings, uh, Keith had a total of 46. And Bobby, unfortunately, lost 10. So Bobby finishes with 10 points. Keith wins with 46. (laughs) Uh, It is not as lopsided as it was. 46
0: to 10. Bears over Pats. (laughs) <laughs> long before Bobby was born. Uh it's gonna it's gonna
3: look bad but when they go back and watch the tape they'll see how close it was. We should do it, we man. should do a
0: pre and
2: post bonus because pre bonus it was 2620. The bonus is <laughs> really worth it. <laughs>
3: hey, you had one more question, didn't you? We might as well do it for fun. Oh, did oh. you give them the answer for that one? No, that's my bad. Oh, oh yeah. Do
2: you it? do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? So you read the question and I'll give the answer. That was my All right, all righty. So, uh, California-based rock group Red Hot Chili Peppers Uh, um, are massive Laker fans. Um, For their 1989 album, Mother's Milk, they had a song that was dedicated to a Lakers player. Um, It is the entire name of that Lakers player. What player is it? The options are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Elgin Baylor, Or
3: Jerry West? It was Baila, wasn't it?
0: It, So I only know it's Magic Johnson because I had a friend who listened to that CD, like, incessantly for, like, a year straight. So that's the only reason I know it's Magic Johnson. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Luckily, that one
2: doesn't score any points.
3: Yeah, go for this.
2: I, I, I pulled that one out just because I was like thinking of like random like basketball facts like before I wrote this one. So like I knew the Kevin Love one before, I knew the Manu Boo one before, and then I kind of just built the rest of it around it. So a lot of it has just been scrounging NBA, just like Google searches and everything, and just compiling it. So it's gonna be fun and fairly- challenging to make more. <laughs>
0: I was fairly terrified when Adam gave us the example question (laughs) and there was that one about the magic Johnson one. And I was like, Oh no, I was like, I'm going to be out of this thing. And five questions in, but this was fun guys. This was great. Thank you so much. I'll be rude. I'll be rude.
3: John, I think I'll have the best
0: shot against Keith. (laughs) Yeah. You did a short straw Bobby, man.
1: Thanks guys for joining. Uh, Keith, You'll be facing the winner later next week once we can arrange a time and a date between you guys. Um, All right. No idea who that'll be yet, but we'll find out on Sunday. Everyone have a good day. Thank you for taking part. Thank you for watching. And this will be up on Apple and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Probably about an hour's time. Stay well, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Everybody
0: stay safe out
1: there. You too. You too. Look after yourself, Keith. Thanks, Bobby.